Welcome to Review of the Clones, a podcast where we review, compare, and contrast modern remakes and clones of classic movies. Each episode concentrates on a specific pair of movies, and we run through what we liked and disliked about the original, what we liked and disliked about the remake, and then go through a roundtable discussion about the two movies together. We hope you enjoy the show. Hello and welcome to another episode of Review of the Clones, a podcast where we take movies that were originally created back in like the 80s and 90s, and the more current remix, remakes that, uh, that have come out, and then kind of talk about them, what we liked, what we didn't like, and do a comparison and contrast of the two. My name, as always, is Devin Turak, <laughs> and today I'm joined by my regular co-host, Patrick Gleason, and we're also joined by uh, regular co-host, Patrick Ramsahoy. Uh, So today we are reviewing Judge Dredd. Dredd! Uh, First we watched the original Stallone version from 1995, and then we watched the Carl Urban remake that came out in... 2012. Was it really six years ago? Yes, 2012. Oh my god, it feels like so much uh, more recent. But they're not really remakes. Well, no. No, but it's it's the same character. It's the same character. Same character. Because I was going to... Yeah, it's it's technically... It is a remake because... Source of the, the it's more of a reboot. Well, yeah, well, that's it. But it's still... Reboots count as remakes for us. Sure, yeah. Because it's one of those ones of, like, is it, re-ima- yeah. is it reimagined, rebooted, re... Yeah, yeah like, exactly. So the 1995 one, Devram, I know is one of your favorite movies. It really is. So oh, I have so much... Oh, yeah, so what we normally do is we'll, we'll talk about what we liked about the, uh, the movie, and then we'll talk about what we didn't like about the movie, and then we'll go on to the new one, do the same thing, likes and didn't likes, and then at the end we'll do the, the actual comparison of of what the the original movie got right versus what the new remake may have gotten right. Right. So there so I'm, yeah, I'm, I'm going to start with Which I loved to? everything about this movie. There there there's actually very little that I didn't like about the original Stallone uh, version. It is a comic book movie. It is super over the top. Uh, but the thing I like most about it is they got the visuals 100% accurate to what the original comics like this is a movie that's based off of a very long-running uh, comic book character AD 2000 right so the original series was called AD 2000 well, but specifically we're dealing with the Judge Dredd series yes exactly because AD 2000 was a comic book uh, comic anthology book, anthology yeah. with different stories within it there's yeah. also uh, Robo Hunter which was an interesting story I like that one yeah there's the Strontium Dogs Strontium, which is like a yes. series of merc- uh, a mercenary group yeah. it was a really good comic of mm-hmm. the day but yes um that's where Judge Dredd started from. Right, and, and this is a product of the very early 80s in Britain specifically. So it deals with a lot of things like oh, totalitarian. The 80s, 70s. Is it really that? Yeah, yeah, yeah maybe. 70s, maybe. Yeah. So, but it deals with things like you know totalitarian governments, um, uh, abuse of power. justice, oh, well, abuse of power. Yeah, it's, I mean, the thing is, it's a tongue in cheek of. Well, the, it, it's it, satirizing. It's satirizing the, the you know the oh, we, we it, it, if you there's Nazi it, like the judges sort of look like a little bit like the Nazis and yeah stuff like for that. sure there's, on, there's a lot of and it's on purpose it's yeah. like this is where you get the V for vigilante and that right. whole idea and yes that was the, the comic was great and then the movie actually sorry everyone I'm, I'm right so stylistically this movie is dead on um, the uniforms are fantastic. The equipment that they use is exactly well, not maybe not identical to what you see in comic enough. books, yeah. but it, it, a great imagining of it. Um, the armor they wear is almost identical to what you see in the in the comic books. But the thing they really get right is the atmosphere. So uh, the 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 buildings are ginormous, like they're tall. There's no space. There's no 
movement without crowds everywhere. You're, you're, it's completely claustrophobic. Uh, at, at every point, there's violence. Um, it, it's, it's exactly what you'd expect from a Judge Dredd movie. Mm-hmm. I think they, they got that 100% correct. So everything about the way it looks, the aesthetics of it, is perfect. And the thing I love most about that movie is the goddamn wardroid. That yes. robot is so like it's it's cheesy. It's but again, animation. it's from the comics. It's from the comics, right? It's, but it's exactly what you would see in the comic books. Yes, uh, I love this movie so much. It's okay. one of my absolute. Any negatives about it? Uh, I well, let, let's everyone do the, your positives, and then uh, well, maybe we'll move on to that. Okay, uh, I actually like this as well. Now, uh, I haven't seen it for a while, so when I watched it again, I, I was noticing that. Although uh, Stallone shows his face, it's one of the things we get. Yeah, but I, I love, the, I love the look of it. Well, well, the, that's the, the look of it is great. It, it is, it does have you right. The, the uniform, the the, sh- the the motorcycles, everything are great. And Stallone, I, I didn't realize he actually does great as portraying the over the top authoritarian judge guy mm-hmm. with the way he's like just the way he's, he's st- almost robotic the way he yeah, the way he stands with the the, the the arms spread and like the chest super wide and everything like it's almost like yeah like the the robocop sort of idea of like the way i stand like i move very economical but like as a robot like mm-hmm. he got that well and i hadn't realized when i first saw it watching it again i'm like wow he does a great job of, of that he he just mm-hmm. he nails it down um even though like it sh- he should be called dread, but he still has that that judge feeling of like I am the law. Yep. Sorry, I can't quite do his law. 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 the law. And of course, it's a meme, but it it's it, it it actually fits dread. Mm-hmm. Like if you're going for the satirical look of dread, he actually got it. Yep. He, he got the idea. It's over this top satirical sort of idea, and he nails it with his whole overacting in, in, in the right way of hello yeah. and, and just the portrayal of him I, I liked it and uh, Van Snow or Van um, Van, Van, Van Sidow Van Sidow and uh, Armin 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 Asante Armin Asante I want to call him Armin Van Buren Armin Asante they do a great job as well like yep. they they ham it up a bit but, they, but, it, but, again, but it's it on works, purpose it works yeah. well for the movie where yeah. they're hamming it up because that is what Dread is yeah. it's it's an over the top ham fisted satirical look of and, that. and and this is one of those kind of iconic nineteen nineties yes, exactly it fit in it fit it perfectly well with that whole other movies going on mm-hmm. about it 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 worked well I I enjoyed it Patrick I know we've we've covered most of this stuff already but yeah I'm sure you have your own it certainly is the look it has the uh, the science fiction feel of uh, of uh, the the Judge Dread universe. Mm-hmm. Um, so yeah, for the most part, I, I agree with you guys as far as the the look of it all goes. Yeah, and you're right. The whole world. So I just want to add on that. It's not because it wasn't just because um, in the new one, Dread, we'll talk about it. it it's just one the one city. Mm-hmm. But in this one, they actually cover the world. Like there's also the cursed lands you get to see. Yeah. And and people, the mutants and all that, living in the cursed world. Mm-hmm. So they're not just dealing with one small area. They're actually showing you the whole world of what right. it's actually like. Which that yeah, so that's another thing I thought was well done. Yeah, yeah, I, I, I can't disagree with any of that. Um, oh, there was, there was something else I was going to add, and I've completely forgotten what it is now. So let's move on to what we didn't like about the movie. There are definitely some flaws. 
I mean, the first flaw is that it said 1990s action flick. Actually, my flaw is Rob Schneider. That's my first flaw. As soon as I saw that, I'm like, Okay, oh, so fuck Rob me. Schneider plays like this super annoying. Rob Schneider's a curant. Rob Schneider's a, it's a stapler. Right, but <laughs> Rob Schneider basically plays Rob Schneider yeah. in another movie. Yeah. Uh, he's done this sidekick role in just about every movie that he's in. In the 90s. Except the one that he was the lead Gigolo. actor of. Jigolo. 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 Yeah, let's not talk about that movie. Um, there was two, right? Yeah. Uh, and yes, he's annoying. But he's meant to be the comedic relief. And 90 movies, 90, 80s and 90 movies had that. Yeah, they always had that, that plucky sidekick with the, the fast talking mouth. Like Le- uh, Lethal Weapon 3 had, you know, Leo Getz. Which right, exactly. Which didn't, like, yeah. Exactly. You know, yeah. But anything else you had any issues with? Uh, other negatives... Judge Dredd takes his helmet off, which should never happen. Yes, that's, that's, that's the, the biggest big, big crime one. for anyone who's a fan of the Judge Dredd universe. Uh, in in the entirety, like the 20-some-odd years, 35, like almost 40 years. years the Judge has been going on, there has been exactly two instances where he's taken his helmet off. And, you never and see in it. both those instances, he was cloaked in shadow. Yes, you never, you see, never see, see his, his face. face. The whole point about Judge Dredd is he's faceless. Yes. He is the law. Ball. Right, so he, he is exactly that. He's he's meant to be someone who, just a faceless minion, and all he cares about is quote-unquote justice. Yeah, I'm going to go back a little bit. Just part of, like, that was an issue, but I again, I like how Stallone sort of showed the isolation part of it, mm-hmm. even though he showed his face, which I don't, I, I again, I don't like either. I do like the way he was showing the, I don't have friends, whatever. Yeah. I had a friend, but I... I judged him. I judged him because <laughs> that's all he lives for. Yeah. Um, for me, well, that the Schneider issue, but the big one was at the end where Hershey kisses him and everything. Right. They have a romantic thing, and again, I like that doesn't work for Dredd. But he he didn't react to it. That, he, that was, he did. He was he was soft with her. Maybe maybe. But that that's where it was like I don't I didn't I don't see any sort of romantic. I I, I could see the, how she might have an infatuation with him, mm-hmm. especially since. He basically ends up saving everyone's lives. Yeah, kind of. Now, the other issue I found is because although it, it, like, there's a lot of the stuff that takes place in the movie is in the comics, like you know the the, the, the end of the walk, the, the lawless lands, the yep. cursed earth, the mutants, and the, yeah, the, the angel, angel gang. Angel gang. I feel they tried too much in the movie because yes, there is Rico's part of the story, the you know thing. And the, the judge taking over the city is part of the storyline, mm-hmm. like the storylines. The Angel family is a big thing for there. Mm-hmm. But I think they went for too much. Sure. Like they should have. Tried to do the whole history they, of the comics. All, yeah, they had, okay, we have to have Rico, we have to have the, judge, the, the, the chief judge doing this, and the Angel family. I think that was too much. They, they could have cut it down to maybe just the chief judge or not deal with Rico or just the Rico and Janice thing. With right. the, the Angel family worked in the Lawless line. That's mm-hmm. okay with that. Well, that, that could have been like a whole separate movie on its exactly. own. Is the, the, the stuff that happens outside of Mexico. Exactly. And also, like I said, between the chief judge and Rico, that those are two other movies they could have done. Right. Like, I just felt that they tried to throw too much of the Judge Dredd stuff into the movie. Yeah, but I, I think it's, it's a point of... How do we get as many fans of the comic books interested in this movie as possible? Yeah, and the thing is, it, it did well enough. Uh, looking at the numbers, uh, it cost in '95 75 million dollars to make. Okay, uh, which would be 120 million now. So I, I don't know the numbers. It's 1.6. I, I checked on the currency. Okay. Thing. So 
So it's a fair amount of money. Mm-hmm. But mo- most of that actually went for Stallone because that, that's when he was at his peak, right. right? So he was like $15, $20 million a movie. Yeah, this is pre-Demolition Man. Yeah. So he As was, if that's a benchmark <laughs> in Stallone's career. <laughs> it starts to go down afterwards. That's, but um, it's still, it still made enough, but not that much. Mm-hmm. It only made about uh, one and a half times its budget. Okay. Which is good, but not enough for studios to do the, yeah, let's make another one. Right. Yeah. Um, and so it did well to get the fans, but I think like, if they'd streamlined it and made a, a tighter story, maybe that would have helped. Okay, yeah. that's just my opinion. Mm-hmm. And I'm right. negatives. Uh, well, I guess it was kind of one of your positives, it, <clears throat> just that it's uh, kind of a generic '90s action mm-hmm. movie that's just taking place in the in the Judge Dredd universe. Sure, um, there there wasn't. You know, aside from the aesthetics of it, there wasn't much that was screaming Judge Dredd to me. Okay. Yeah. That works. But the aesthetics is really what, what sells that movie. Yeah. yeah. Well, like I said, for me, like, watching it a second time, I could see where Stallone's coming from from, from doing it. Mm-hmm. So if he hadn't taken his helmet off, I could... Because, mm-hmm. like unfortunately, he's not as expressive of an actor as some other people are. Sure. Yeah. So that's where I can understand. But well, the whole point is he doesn't need to be. No, but all like, you see is like his jaw. Yeah, but when you're paying yeah. $20 million for yeah. Stallone, Stallone's sure. like, I want my face. Yeah, yeah. I yeah. suppose. Yeah. So now we're going to Dread. Okay. They didn't call it Judge Dread. They called it Dread. Mm-hmm. Just straight. 2012. Deborah. There's uh, so much. Also, of- also a great movie. This one, uh, the thing I like most about it is the uh, the storyline. Mm-hmm. So Pat was was talking about how the previous movie, or you you were talking about actually, how it was just too expansive. This is very tightly contained. Uh, even though it starts off with like this this crazy chase scene, really it's about what happens in this one arcology. Mm-hmm. Um, and and it's it's the judges in there. Um, I like the fact that they introduced the the some of the the, the more mutant aspects of it with bringing in a an actual psychic judge. Um, that's something you don't get a lot in the comics. But but Anderson has yes, Anderson's a Anderson is definitely a uh, yeah uh, yeah exactly. Um, this the visuals like. With with Judge Dredd, it was it was all aspects of the aesthetic, of the aesthetic look and feel of the uh, of the the movie. This specifically, some of the amazing visual effects they did were just phenomenal. Anything that t- that the storyline involves around this drug, where it, it slows Whoa. down the um, the perceptions of the user, so that a minute lasts or well, a, a the few brain seconds. brain experiences time 1% right. of normal right exactly so everything just slows down, down. so it's basically called slow-mo. it's called slow-mo yeah. and a lot of the action scenes take place while somebody one of the participants is on slow-mo yeah. and even though it's not specifically done from their point of view you're still getting their experience of how the world changes and it is incredible some oh, yeah. of the visuals. So the movie itself is relatively muted in, in like dark colors, grays, um, not a lot of bright colors. But the second you hit that slow-mo, everything changes. It becomes like, bright and sparkly. It's, yes. Exactly, exactly. And and just some of the little details you, you never would have picked up during an actual firefight or, or a, a battle that takes place. In this, you see everything in like sharp, crisp details. Like there's this one scene where um, they're they're busting into a room and they set up a little bomb uh, on the door and the door blows in and one of the guys on the other side of the door gets hit with a concussive force yes, and you see his body contort as yes. that force hits him and the skin rippling yeah, incredible the visuals they yes. do yeah. 
Oh no, it, it, I agree. Anything more? Um, I love the actors in it a yes. lot more than in the oh, original yes. movie. Yes, yeah. Carl so, Urban. Carl Urban. Urban like, because, he, he does a slightly different. Yes, dread, but he still captures that. Um, well, that I, he's ex- almost robotic. He yeah. does the expression with with just like a chin or some right. or, or head moves because mm-hmm. when he's looking through Anderson. Because at the very beginning, when he's asking her, you know, you're ready, she says, you know, yes. And he, he doesn't even say anything, he just gives her this look of like, yeah, no, you're not. <laughs> and then later on, she, she says again, yeah, I'm ready. And he's like, mm, I don't think so. You know, mm-hmm. but he's like giving her more of an But then at the end, he's like, yep, there you are. You know, and and for me, the the character arc, not of Dread, but of Anderson mm-hmm. is really good. Because she starts off hesitant, not sure. Well, that, that's just it. Dread doesn't have a character arc. He is static. Well, he's like Mad Max in mm-hmm. my mind. He's it's it's his story, but he's just there to present something else. Like right. it's same as Mad Max Fury Road is like, yeah, okay, Max is there, but it's actually Furiosa's story. Right, exactly. And the same thing for Dread. It's Anderson's story. Dread's just the catalyst for everything mm-hmm. that goes on. So she starts off as sort of meek, has, meek, not hesitant, and she's you know in the combat she's holding back a little bit, mm-hmm. but then after she, the whole thing where she's almost killed and everything. There is no more hesitation. Yeah. Those two are working as a team. And she's like just whacking people, like shoot, boom, left, right. There's one scene where there's a guy who's still crawling. Mm-hmm. She shoots him in the back yeah. without hesitation. Yeah. Just boom. She's moved on. She's she's now sure of herself. Mm-hmm. Even though she's, she's, she's now expected that she's failed. Right. So she's like, well, since I failed, I have no more Yeah. No I want to just survive this. Yeah, I have no more worries. I'm just going to go through with it. And yeah, the acting in this one... Mama and all the people. Oh, like, oh Lena she is phenomenal. Excellent. And like I said, uh, Carl, hats off to Carl Urban because mm. it, it is it is super tough when you're like, okay, I've got my jaw. Yeah. That's it. Yeah. And but he does it with like just the right movements, just the the, the mm. right head turn and in the body and language. He, and he's keeping that sneer most yes, of the time too. Most on. And for me, like I agree with the slow mo, but the way. The aesthetics for the uh, I know okay we'll, we'll compare it later but the way that it starts off they introduce the whole world really well because there's the chase scene mm-hmm. where you're realizing there's guns being fired off but everyone's still driving yeah like yeah. No, no one's no one's freaking no out. one's freaking yeah. out they're just like okay there's yeah, firefights going on fire like every occurrence. occurrence you know a pedestrian gets whacked by the van and they're like oh, okay yeah, there's a there's a pedestrian just got killed keep moving like, yeah. no no S- send in the recycling send in the recycling thing it's like and then. Also, medicine is obviously not there's not much medicine for no average person because even the judges are getting hospitalized. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Like at the end, when they're coming, all they have is like a medical unit. They're yeah. not taking them to the hospital. We can't afford that. It's so people get injured. Yeah, you either survive or you end up in uh, recycling. It's good for the environment <laughs> and okay, okay free for you. Free for you. <laughs> That's a line from the first movie. That was. <laughs> I think it's a line from the comics, though. It is. Like that, that's an actual line. It is, mm-hmm. yeah, but it, it's perfect. It's um, great for the environment. So like okay I said, and I, I agree with the visuals because, yeah, when you go from normal time to slow-mo, mm-hmm. as everything becomes super hyper-aware, Yeah. but then also you realize that Dread is doing mostly headshots. Oh, yeah. Like... Yeah, there's, there's a lot of, of rounds faces, going through, through people's faces, heads and, and faces. And faces. And, yeah, it's like you were realizing he's pretty much doing straight up <laughs> headshots yeah. throughout. And, and with automatic fire, too. Yeah, yeah. It's <laughs> like, so it shows his skill is yeah. craziness. Yeah. Patrick? Because um, I could talk about it for hours like this. Yeah. Um, yeah, I, I just love it. One of the, the key things about this is 
in modern movies, you know, the two thousand, the two thousands, two thousand tens, and so on. Um, everything, the 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 issue has to be big, mm-hmm. right? It's always the it's a world affecting issue that the hero has to deal with. Right. Yes, and. Dread said, "No, we're just keeping it here at Peach Trees. It's yeah, this it's water ecology, mm-hmm. and at the end of the day, it's yeah. This is a day in the life of a judge. I, that yeah. was the best part. It's like yeah, uh, it was a drug bust. Yeah. Like we just had <laughs> exactly. hundreds of people being killed, massive <laughs> combat everywhere. Drug bust. Yeah, yeah. They resisted. <laughs> that was it. And then he goes back out on the streets. Yeah. Like, that was it. It's like it's so perfect of a it, and, and his day continues. It, it's it's something yeah. I wish that uh, the writers in Hollywood really yeah. picked up on. You know, yeah, you can have a really engaging, good story yeah. that's very small scale. Yeah. Well, it reminds me a bit like Die Hard, right? Because the first Die Hard mm-hmm. took place in one, one building, building. Yep. one guy trying to survive against these ter- the, the terrorists. Terrorists, yeah, quote yeah. unquote terrorists, because they were. But yeah, that was it. And then they kept going, ooh, we'll make it bigger. Now it's a whole global sort of thing. Yeah. It's like, no, no. It can work if you do a good story within a small group. Hey, at least the second one was only an airport. Yes. <laughs> but yeah, you know what I mean? I agree with you. It's like, it was good because you can do a whole story and do development yep. and everything else in one area. You yep. don't yeah. have to do, oh my God, the aliens are invading the whole planet again. Or it's, no. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, and yeah, the the acting in it is top notch, even for the villains. Mm-hmm. Well, uh, my favorite is uh, I can't remember his name, but the guy who played uh, her her assistant there, Conrad Conrad Conrad, her assistant, her yeah, second guy. Yeah, you think he's a tough? You think he's big because he's throughout the whole stuff. She, he's with her. He's right. setting himself up, and then he goes up against Dread, and all you see is him being tossed off. That's it. Yeah, he's a throwaway. He's like, no, you're you're you're, you're nothing. You're, you're not worth my time. He's, mm-hmm. yeah, he's yeah. tossing him off the 150th level. But all, all the time you're thinking, oh, he's 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 up there. He's second in command. He's he's big. No, he yep. just said, oh, take him and throw him off this. You know. Well, one of the things I noticed comparing the two movies. Hold on, we're not there yet. We still haven't talked about negatives. He's well, this this is, this is still on the positives. Oh, okay. Um, in uh, in Judge Dredd. There was a lot of collateral damage. Oh my god! Oh god! Yes. Right? Uh, one of the things that we were noticing is, you know, Dread is executing cops who are opposing him, you know, just because they're opposing him. Right. Yeah. Right? They're, they're not. They're not but evil cops. They're just doing their job. They're, they're the just law. doing their job. Yeah. They're following yeah. the law. Yeah. And oh, uh, the whole floor of this arcology gets uh, <laughs> yes. massacred by by the motorcycle going into it. Yeah. You know, uh, whereas in uh, Dread, Carl Urban's. Um, Dread has actually ha- got a zero innocent kill count. Yeah, there is nobody that he directly in, uh, inflicted. It. No, there, there's no. All of the innocents were killed by the villains. Yes, but the thing is, he also doesn't really care too much. Oh yeah, no, no, it doesn't affect him. But it's not he. He's not the one doing. No, you're right. He's not. He, he actually does go out of his way to try yes. and protect the innocent. He right? does. Right. Yeah. You're, are you, if he, he stuns, if he has the ability to protect the innocent, he stuns he's the doing little it. kids and everything like that. Right. Yeah, right. Yeah, right. Um, but it, but also though, the counterpoint is, it's dread. If it happens, it happens. If it happens, it happens. Yeah. Yes. They're like oh, people are dead. The entire level is killed. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. I'm pissed at the villains, but. Yeah, it's yeah. not going to affect his day. No. No. Exactly. <laughs> no. It's, Drug bust. Well, it yeah. just it just proves <laughs> that they are villains and deserving yeah, of. The, but it also shows how judgment. little empathy he really. Like, he oh, has, yeah, he has zero empathy. Like he, he I follow along. Like they, they mm-hmm. did that again, but positive from the stolen one. Mm-hmm. It's like this is the law. There is no deviation. Yeah. Dread urban urban dread is similar. Yeah. Like okay, innocents were killed. 
okay, that's bad, but it means I'm going to do it to the villain. Like, this yeah. is what you're guilty of. Yep. Yeah. Not the, oh my god, people died, I feel so bad. Yeah. No, no. He, yeah. he's, he's doing that mental body count Yeah, how many infractions. Yeah, how many Yeah, this is what you have. But do you actually go, oh, that's terrible, they lost their lives? No, he's because mm-hmm. he's cut himself off from humanity for that. But, but you also to... saw that with Anderson, right? Yes. Because she is feeling the empathy to start with, and then but as her, it goes on... Yeah, well, that's what I'm saying. Like, near the end, when it's like, okay, we're at the last level, the you know, the boss level, Yeah. we just kill people left, right, and center. Like, yeah. and well, at that point, anyone who's who's around yeah. is going to be... Well, again, I think it's because she, she thought, I failed at this point in time, I don't care. Well, she's also experiencing. Yeah, but life she let the last guy, left the one before. She let him go. Yeah, because she saw that he, was he really was a victim. But after that, she doesn't. She doesn't look at anyone else as a victim or anything. After that, she's like, "I failed. I'm done." Well, yeah. If you're coming at me with a gun, you're obviously yeah. not a victim. So negatives for the Carl Urban when they're dead. Unless um, you're you done. Uh, yeah. My negatives are once again purely visual. I don't like the bikes they ride. I don't like the pistols they use they're their lawgiver and uh, i'd much prefer the one that was in touch dread uh but the, my biggest the biggest problem i have with this it is, city. is mega city one yeah there is so much open space in mega city one I know. um sure there are a lot of those arcologies that we're well, talking about where it's like several hundred levels uh, i was gonna say they do say in them and he does have the narration where he's like it's the old and the new right mm-hmm. so it it but it, it looks modern day. Yeah. Like there, there is there is no futuristic look to it at all. It doesn't look like it's oh you know so many well, years. You got the drone flying. Around. Okay, fine. But that's yeah, exactly. That that feels modern. Yeah. That that feels like something that's happening today. And when you look at the streets, there no, aren't no. there aren't a crazy abundance of cars. There's 800 million people apparently living in this one city. Which actually, okay, they did granted, that better. they did the, that better. This the city takes is everything from New York. All the way to Washington yes. D.C., which they did better. Oh, so comparison, sorry. Right. So, so in in this movie specifically, it's it's eight hundred million people living in a, a city that's really the size of two states. Well, more, yeah, yeah, more yeah. Than that. So, size wise, okay, I, I see how there would be some space, but what it doesn't have is that overcrowded feeling. Yeah. So, when you're looking on on the streets. There's a normal flow of traffic. Yeah, it's not, not gridlock everywhere you look. When you're when you're talking and about people mull around, right? Exactly. Yeah. When you're inside the arcology, when they first enter into it, yeah, there's like 80, 100 people kind of all milling around that open space. But, before that, you but it doesn't. It, uh, other than that one sp- specific location, it doesn't feel crowded. I agree with you because it should have been like two arcology, like uh, no, well, not, when not they, t- uh, uh, block wars. They're called block tower mm-hmm. blocks. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So. Because they're not side by side. Because in the first one, sorry, oh, yeah, well, we're good to comparison. But they, they they were packed in, and they should have been. Like, there should have been a tower, like every like a, it's exactly. Called, it, should be, the, it should be nothing but towers at this it's point. It's called a block tower for a reason because there's no more blocks. It's the super ecology high rise right. is everywhere, right. and, and and there is no space to move around because you have 800 million people crowded in there. Right, and even though it's a place of multiple states, you're still talking. Over almost three times the amount of population of the states now. Right, living in two states. Well, part of the eastern seaboard. Sure. Yeah. But even still, yes, it, there, there's no way that that many people would be around without being super compacted, right? Super yeah. closed in and needing the arcology uh, block towers everywhere. Right, and yeah. that's actually one of the reason, one of the things that leads to why there's all this conflict going on is because of the overcrowding, because of lack of jobs. 
Uh, the government basically provides, they, they said something like 96% unemployment. unemployment rate. In peach trees. In peach specifically trees. in peach trees. But like, I mean, it's, it's like that even in the original movie. Yeah. Um, and in, in the world that they're, they're, they're talking about, there is massive unemployment. No one has a job. Um, some people, every, basically everyone has to resort to some sort of criminal activity to try to just get on in their day. And people join gangs, and there's constant warfare between these gangs because they're shoved into this tiny, tiny space. Yeah. And you don't get that feeling at all in the new movie. No. So I, that, that's really my only down neg- negative to the, to the dread, is just the lack of... of um, feeling from the feeling of the dread books. Yeah. Yeah, because mm-hmm. you don't get the feeling that there's 800 million people there. Right. Uh, I agree with you. No, they, they, did, they did show the cursed earth well. Beforehand, right? With, uh, yeah, but in like a but flyby, then, but then it's all, a throwaway. But all of a sudden, you hit the city, and you're like, "That looks." It looks like downtown uh, New Bayonne. York, yeah. or New- like, but it's not. It's a little more rundown than New York. Mm. But New York, in my mind, seems more crowded. Like city right. views now of New York yeah. seem more crowded than that. Right. Yeah. And no, yeah, that's. The, I agree with you. That's my issue as well. Like it doesn't portray. How crowded the whole thing is supposed to be. How many like it's it's the reason they're called block towers is because that's what the blocks are now. Mm-hmm. It's a freaking sky rise jammed in hundreds of thousands of people almost per building. Right. Yeah. Well, maybe not hundreds of thousands, but tens of thousands of people <coughs> per building. Yeah. And that's why you end up with block wars and stuff because they have nothing else to do. There's there's violence all over the place and everyone's overcrowded. The resources run around, which is why you have the recycling. Yeah. Because there's no. Cursed Earth, you can't grow crops, right. so you have to feed people somehow. Okay, it's it's funny how, again, we're kind of doing. Now, it's, this isn't really a comparison. It's just about the the world they live in. They make a big deal about the Angel Gang in the original movie being cannibals, but the reality is everyone's a cannibal. But they don't, the only food source you have is recycled people. Uh, but remember, if people don't know that. It's okay. But they do know that. No, they don't. They do know that. You, just you pick up work. you you pick up bodies. They they go to recycling. Eat recycled food. They, they, no, no, it doesn't say eat recycled food. It does. Well, in, it does in say Judge eat recycled Redder. food. Judd, in Judge, the first one. I'm, I'm talking specifically but, about the original movie. But they don't say. They don't say people. They, the judges are telling people that they're, they're saying we need recycling. The average person doesn't know. I think everyone knows. Yeah, you know, it, it's one of those unspoken things. But but it's funny that they make a uh, a specific. Uh, comparison to the because, Angel Gang okay, being Okay, because the ones are processed. Sure. And, you know... That somehow the, makes it better. Yeah, more the food, sanitized. The, the <laughs> components are broken down to their, you know, basic right. parts. Right. Or basic, you know, nutrients. Right. Mm-hmm. So, you know, you're getting your paste. <laughs> um, you know. It's just, it's just a, an amusing... Yeah. Uh, like, um, like they're, they're both doing the same thing. They're eating human beings because that's the only food source you have left. I was going to say, for my negatives, I can't think too many more either. Or because no, that's really it. Because it, it, yeah. it did it really well as a standalone, you know, small area movie, mm-hmm. of, mm-hmm. action movie. They did it really well. Yeah. Like, and anytime they did get down street level... There were the crowds, mm-hmm. right? Uh, from the motorcycle, motorcycle chase at all. I, that that was not a crowded uh, street. Sure, he was weaving in and out of traffic, and there were a fair number of cars yeah, on the road. Crowded. But it, it that didn't feel like it looked like traffic was barely moving because there's so many people packed yeah. into the small place. Uh, but there were bystanders at, at yeah. every step of the way. Yeah. Sure. And one of the reasons things I did there was a negative for me. It's a minor, 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 minor one. At the end, when they're leaving peach trees. When the gates come up, the body's not there anymore. Right. Yeah. Now, I know that it would open up earlier, but it just opened up and closed again for the cop, for right. the 
judges. So there's no recycling unit for the guy who got squished. Unless they left from a different entrance. Because yeah. there's four entrances to that they place, could've. right? They yeah. could have. They could have. So. But the thing is, continuity overall was well because he got shot, yep. and they still had the hole in the front and the back. Right. Yeah. Although he didn't patch up, patch up the back. The back. <laughs> well, he probably had Anderson take care of that. We didn't him. see it. But yeah, yeah. Maybe, maybe it was off screen. Maybe yeah. it was off screen. But yeah, um, I can't think of any other names. Yeah, and I got to tell you, the the crowding issue didn't matter as much to me because I know that, relatively speaking, Dread had a smaller budget. Right. Yes. You know, it may have actually cost more, but it, relatively no, speaking, it cost less. It cost less. Yeah, and they not. they put their they put their money where it really mattered. Yeah, and it, the the crowd's nice for the. They are not almost half the original cost. I, I actually could believe it. Because, right, because it takes place in, a, in one one the, arcology. The, yeah, the special uh, effects were as you're not paying a little bit as much you were paying Stallone. Sure. Yeah. And uh, so, um, I actually do have one more negative from the original Stallone movie that I forgot about, and that's it. it really, I, I'm, I'm almost hesitant to 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 comment about it. It's just that the uh, the special effects, because this is a movie yes. in the '90s, they're a little dated. Well, no, but don't forget, Jurassic Park came out then too, right? It's yeah, but Jurassic Park had a huge budget, and it was later in the nineties. It's not co- completely yeah. contemporary to. Right? No, but I, I agree with you. The special effects we noticed them. Yeah, were like, like, okay, like there's a lot of really kind of bad green. Well, especially screening. the falling stuff and stuff. Like yeah, that. yeah. You're like yeah, okay, like when we were on the bike going through, falling down and everything. It's like yeah, yeah. Some of it was and a it, little. Hosting. It was very heavily influenced by uh, Tim Burton's bat. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, it was. Yes, they had that. Yes. Yeah. Uh, anyway, well, that that that's that's it. Okay. Okay. So comparisons. Actually, can I bring one thing up? Just, <coughs> of just because I, um, I was finding out information about the original one. Mm-hmm. The original story they they were thinking about was doing the uh, judge death. Yeah. Series. See, I love the judge death, judge death storyline. However, it's, it's too supernatural. Well, that's just it. That was just, they're like we're introducing a niche market to start mm-hmm. with, and then the judge death when people would be like. So well, the, yeah, the true fans would be going ecstatic. Well, they right? would be, but all three of them or whatever. Yeah, the small, <laughs> the small, everyone else would be like, "So there's magic. Death right. is a real thing." Like, right. Yeah. So and there's different universes. Yeah. yeah. So they went, "Yeah, let's not do this." No, good idea. Yeah. Cool fans would love. Yeah, sorry, but the, but the only fans. people who would love it are the hardcore Hard, fans. Yeah. yeah. So that was like Pat says, that's a very very small market. Oh yeah. Yeah. Okay. So go ahead, Devon. Okay, okay, comparisons. Well, I think she'll open up just open table. And sure. Really yeah. Uh, it was interesting that they both started the same way with an overall narration. Right. I liked the 2012 version of it better. Sure. Having Carl Urban actually narrate. Really? Instead it's of uh, James Earl Jones. James Earl Jones. I mean, she is a classic from the 90s. He's a classic voice, but I, I don't James know. Earl Jones, man. <laughs> it's like he could just read a freaking menu to be I like, was, cool. Yeah, yeah but, but, I, but I honestly was thinking this is like the beginning of Conan. Yeah, yeah exactly. But, but, but again, exactly. It's, it's for me, Pat, I can't, Pat is correct. No, the, the, not the, for me. The for 2012 me, I can listen to James Earl Jones read a roadmap. Okay? <laughs> you're like, oh yeah, just keep going, dude. You got it. It's like, I have no problem with that. But I understand where you're coming from. But for me, like I said, James Earl Jones. I just thought that the 2012 was more effective, even... Uh, because yeah, you know, well, like because said, they, that is one of the things um, that they were doing identical uh, to each other. And what's interesting is the introduction is very similar because they both start off on the bikes and right. chase and stuff like that. Yeah, it just for oh, me, the bikes were so much better in the first. Oh, movie. they were, they were. But I like the the twenty twelve urban one better to show the world. Like it's not mm-hmm. being it's show don't tell. See? Yeah, but and I I find that the intro to the original Judge Dredd with. 
starting off um, from the point of view of a convict who's just returning to the town. So he's kind of being reintroduced to the city at the same time we're being introduced to the city. And you're, they, you're, no, they do a good you're, job you're, as well. You're seeing, again, the, the incredible visual styles that yeah. was, that was uh, created. And then you're seeing him, uh, what, what the, uh, how the upper crust live yeah. with, with their... Um, uh, the pool on the, yeah, the, the pool and the, the terrace, well, it's, and then descending into what ends up being a giant block board that's happening. Well, it's, it's, inter- <coughs> it's interesting because in the Stallone one, mm-hmm. they show the world the way it is with the block wars and stuff right. like that. The urban one shows the world as well, but also shows dread more. You know what I mean? Because yeah. what, what it means to be a judge. What it means to be a judge. Whereas the other ones, like, it's showing off Stallone's, right. you know, look at me, I'm a macho guy, right? right. Like, I don't know, I like the, the showing off how the block wars are there, and it's chaotic and everything, and he's just trying to survive. It, that shows, like, an average guy. But the urban one, to me, shows dread mm-hmm. better. Like, mm-hmm. the way he is, and the way the law is. Like, yeah, it's a, it's a very good character introduction. Character introduction. So that, that's where it's like, it's, the Stallone one does the world better for introducing it, just because it shows the crowdedness, the, the block wars, but for me, or the way the urban one does, it shows dread better. Okay. Mm-hmm. So if you can start combine the t- like, if we we all agree, if you combine the aesthetics from the solo oh one and the story from urban one, it would like, be brilliant. And the actors. And the actor. Well, obviously, urban better. Sorry, sorry, Sly, if you're listening, I doubt it. But if you are, sorry, again, <laughs> urban's got you. Be. But listen, at, at the time. He did a great job. Well, like I said, right. this is way, still a movie I will have. The way to watch he stands, the way he moves and talks, he he does get the idea. It's satirical, over the top. Yeah, you know. Thanks. Yes, that that is Judge Dredd is definitely much more satirical than yes. Dredd. Yeah. Yes, exactly. And, and, and much more comic booky too. Yes, yes it is. Which is kind of what they were going for. It was, yes. and, it, and it worked. And um, uh, it's hard to compare because it's not quite a remake. Like mm-hmm. it's it's sort of a. A re- it's not even a it's, re- it's, it's more of a reboot. It's more of a reboot. And or reimagining. Yeah. Reimagining. And, uh, and uh, hands off for the urban one because, yeah, with half the budget, mm-hmm. they did a much better job. And that's... The, urban one, the Carl Urban one also did a much better job of showing the support system for the judges. Yes. Yeah, yeah. You yes. never got any of that from the original movie. No. Yeah. Well, it was just the judges on the own. Because he's one that kills his own judges. And that was the thing. I, I That was my big negative with the one that Patrick said. He's killing... Judges whose job is there, right? Right, these aren't judges who've gone bad or who are breaking the law, they're actually enforcing the law because he was found guilty. Yeah, exactly. He's at this point a criminal, yes, and he just discriminately slaughters his own people. Yeah, and at the, but then at the end, there everyone's cheering for him, yeah, even including those guys from that unit, yeah, that were, were their actual, yes, uh, I, I missed that black hats, the black armor the black guys, armor. the black armor guys were there as well, like. You do realize you just killed like a lot of your buddies. Yeah, like like, like, like thirty like, of them. Yeah, yeah, like yeah, like tons. And then they were talking about how one hundred and twenty judges were killed in forty eight hours. Yeah. Well, he just added another thirty percent to that. Yeah, body exactly. Count. Like, yeah. He, by he, himself. By himself. And like, but then at the end, like, oh, you're also great. It's like, yeah. and, but again, that's a nineties thing, right? Yeah. Whereas the ending for the Carl Urban drag was perfect. It was like, well, the the best part of drug bust. Right. The, the best part about it, it wasn't like some sort of global dealing with the upper echelon yeah. or with the uh, the, but, the but leadership it shows of the city. The, it, it shows you're the, dealing with just specifically what happened in this one building. But yeah. it, but it, it shows again the whole. It does show the world. 
because it shows the world the fact that this is just a day-to-day operation. Yeah. This is what every day is like for the judges. Right. Yeah. This is what every day is like for them. This sort of... Yeah, they, 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 they talk about how, um, at the beginning, because it's Anderson's uh, initiation or her... her um, uh, assessment. Assessment. Uh, or you're throwing her in the deep end. He goes, everything is the deep, deep end. end. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> now, they got the stats wrong because like they're saying so many crimes are committed every second or whatever. Mm-hmm. Technically, the U.S. is actually like that now. Yeah. So it should be a lot higher, but I'll give them credit. And then one of one of one of the cool things that Pat was talking about with the support system, there's one scene where they're talking about those three bodies that fell in this one arcology. They yeah. kind of zoomed in on that. And then when they zoom out, there's like 18, 20 other yes. instances that are happening simultaneously yes. all around the city. And it's like you have to choose which one you're going for. Yeah. yeah. And in fact, yeah, she specifically said, oh, three dead bodies. Okay, let's go check out that one. Yeah. She's, Anderson's the one that actually picked that assignment in the exactly. first place. Yeah. And, it, and that's what I'm saying. It's her story. Mm-hmm. It's, it, the, yeah, it, it really is Anderson's story, and, even though it's called Dread. And, that, and that's where I said it. it, it at the end, I like the mending of the new one much better. Sure. Because it's not the, hey, you're a hero, you're yeah. all great. It's like, right. no, it's, it's just, you, you did your job. Yeah, that was it. Yeah, I, I did you didn't do anything above and beyond, even though you just massacred, you know, 200 some odd people. And our own guys. And some of your own guys who turned bad. And no, I no, no guys who didn't turn bad. The guys, oh, no, I meant, oh, you meant the new one? I, I meant the new one. Yeah, the new one. He didn't kill any of his own, he didn't kill any innocent, innocent people. No. Yeah. He killed four of his own, three of his own judges. Yeah, Who'd but they had gone bad. They had gone bad, yeah. But again, and it wasn't until he knew that they'd gone bad that he started. They killed him. Yeah. yeah. And then he's like, okay, that's what you want to do? We're going with that. Actually, that was a great line from the new one. One million credits? Do you know who you're facing? No, I do. One million <laughs> credits. <laughs> yeah. It's like, yeah. <laughs> you don't know who you're facing? I do. Where's that? That's another comparison. In the first one, yeah. everyone knows who Dredd is, yeah. and it's like he is scary. Yeah, but as soon as he is basically the poster child for the judges. Well, that's what I mean. But as soon as like anyone's there, is like, oh, they're talking to other judges, or like giving a little bit of attitude, and then they see it's dread, and they're also they're like, oh, oh god, fuck, yeah. I am so fucked. And it happens throughout the entire movie. Yeah. As soon as they see who it is, they're like, oh fuck. But that's deliberate. That's deli- exactly because that's, that, I- that's taken directly from the comics. Yes. Dread is the force. Yeah, no, exactly. But that's I, that's later on. Right? As right. you're describing that, I think that comes from the, the original Mad Max movie. Because mm. I remember what it opens up with uh, this guy going on a on a car, just on a rampage with his car, mm-hmm. and he's having this great old time, and then out comes Mad Max and his uh, interceptor, right. and uh, yeah, the last start turning into tears. It's like, oh my god, we're, we're so fucked. So yeah, <laughs> and that's where, uh, like I said, the I, I like that one from Stallone one as well. Yeah. The new one, I think, is more because there's so many people. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it, it, it works where not every single citizen. Not or, everybody knows who Dread is. Knows right. who Dread is, which works because when there's that many people, there's that many, you know, like you wouldn't know who he is. Right. Talking yeah. about comparisons, uh, the original Stallone movie talks about eighty or sixty million people in a city the size for, of twenty million. Yes. Yeah, twenty million. Moving for twenty million. Yeah, space. Yeah. Whereas this is a much much larger scale. And it, and it shows city. when you're doing when they're showing the size. Right. Of, Actually, another good one is, okay, in the original one, they have the American flight, but you don't really see all the stars. You see the stripes, but you don't see all the stars in, in, in the movie. Yeah. Yeah. Which is, because you're like, okay, I can't, but in the new one. They go to the classroom. There's five stars. Yeah. Yeah. And that's it. Yeah. So it's like, does that mean there's five mega cities? There's only five? two. Yeah. So it's like. Well, there's also Texas City and. Yeah, no. But that, that comes from the, the Judge Dredd version yeah. where they show the whole map. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Whereas. In this one, it's like you got five stars and the stripes. 
there's like that's pretty cool. She went eight years. You're going. So what are the yeah? T- times have changed. What, what, what are they like? What well, are they? I think one is in California. From yeah, what we saw well, on the Mega map. City, Mega City Two, Texas City, and I think there's one in the north as well, Midwest, and yeah. that. And so the, obviously it's like it's not states anymore. Yeah, it's, it's not. It's cities. It's, it's cities, cities. City states, yeah. I would say. And that I thought was a nice touch. It's yeah. like, oh, cool, because it, it shows that how America has changed. It's yeah. no longer the 52 states. Yeah. It's the five city mm-hmm. blocks or states or whatever you want. And that. Well, like I said, in the original, they. They have the flag there, but they're, they're, you don't see the stars, right? I, I don't think they even thought about it. It's just they, they threw up American flags. Yeah. But you didn't see them. They didn't. Well, yeah, they, they, were all, they, they were all folded. They were, no, or, but the one or was they folded. were draped, or they were not, yeah, draped or kind of but you lightly blown. But you couldn't see how many stars there were. I don't, I don't know if they did that deliberately. I think they might have. They might have. Because it's one of those ones, like, we'll just do a little mm-hmm. thing. Um, anyways, that's my comparisons. Like... Uh, there, there's actually a fair bit that we can compare about them, but I think we really talked about it mainly in our in our um, uh, either what's positives or negatives. Yeah. yeah. Well, so, I, I, again, it's like they're both. What's interesting is they're both good. Yeah. Like exactly, they're both good in way different ways. Yeah. yeah. And that's like if you want the uh, the 1990s action comic book sort of flavor, Great. Judge Dredd. If you want the more dark and gritty sort of thing, realism. Realism. More realism. Too. Dredd. I, I don't know if we talked about this, but we, we talked a lot about how their gear and their kit is different mm-hmm. between the two movies, and how I much prefer what, what we saw in the original yeah. versus the, the remake. However, I will say the one thing, um, even though I, I much prefer the Judge Dredd version of the armor that they're wearing, because that's what you see in the comic books, the one that you see in, uh, in Dredd, is functional? Is exactly. It's actual body armor. Yes. Yeah. So when he's taken around to the chest and he's not caring about it, it's not because they're using flechette rounds from at three hundred meters. Two hundred meters and the the, the, the thing effective is range is like two hundred meters, meters. So it's yeah. just kind of bouncing off him. But it that that plate only covers his chat his shoulders. Yes. And, and a bit chest. of his chest. Yes. His it, entire torso, the, open. the 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 main, fleshy bit, yeah, the main wing that wide open, wearing only spandex, and he's no. got and he's got the cod piece to protect yeah. the junk, and he's got <laughs> knee pads in case he falls, and giant motorcycle boots, and some shin pads. But that's the only armor yeah, he's no, wearing. The major body area, which is what people tend to shoot for, your stomach area, where your internal organs are, which where, is also where people tend to shoot because yeah. that's the larger is, mass, yeah, to shoot at, yeah, completely unprotected. Whereas, yeah, the urban one. There were, and it actually shows because the normal guys who are shooting them, oh, he's, he's feeling it, but it's mm-hmm. not going through. Right. Until he meets another judge who has armor piercing, yep. yeah. and it goes through. And when they use armor piercing in this time, in this movie, we don't laugh about it. The no. way we did with King Arthur. King Arthur. <laughs> yeah. well, was a crossbow. Ooh, armor piercing. <laughs> but yeah, in this one, when the judges are changing into armor piercing, mm-hmm. um, no, I was going to say comparison for the guns, because mm-hmm. you brought up the guns. In the original, it wasn't, it didn't blow up. Right, right? It, just, it just shot the person. Who which was I think it makes more sense, right? Because you, you, you still want to be able to recover. Be, you still want to be able to recover the gun. Right. Blowing up, it's like well, it's very permanent. It's very permanent. Also, what if I happen to be standing next to it when they, right? You know, like if the guy gets a drop and grabs my gun and puts it in my head, I'm dead too because yeah. my yeah. gun. Or he just grabs it in your holster yeah. before he even has a chance to pull it out. Boom! There goes that like side of your, uh, your yeah, head. Yeah, exactly. So uh, I like the uh, the original one where it's 
you know, it's shocking. It's electroshock. Yeah. Electroshocking, and that works. Yeah. Now, admittedly, they both do the DNA sort of one pretty well. Uh, they do it differently, though. In yeah. the original movie, uh, the DNA apparently is somehow Wi-Fi connected yeah, to the central means, server, yeah, a weird. and it checks a database for a list of available judges, and if it matches that judge's DNA, then it allows it. So oh, any, no, that, anyone can use and the every, every single bullet has a DNA tag, tag, tag. Yeah, based on who's actually holding that gun. <coughs> but that, that's actually kind of cool, because that means the guns are interchangeable. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So any judge can pick up a fallen judge's weapon and keep using it because without any issues. Yes. In the other one, it's specifically DNA, DNA code. And it shows you the, the, the things. Like right, the DNA. To, to the specific judge. Yeah. So Judge Anderson, when she loses her gun, is not able to pick up another judge's And they show weapon. that. They, yeah. they Which is why she picks up a regular weapon instead. Yeah. Which yeah. is like, that, that, that's where I like the continuity. Mm-hmm. Because yeah. she couldn't pick up another judge's gun, whereas right. Judge Dredd just used got their ammo. Right, yeah. Because but she still he maintained his pistol. Yeah, yeah. But she lost hers, so she had to use a different gun. Yeah. And so that's where like they actually did continuity mm-hmm. very well through that mm-hmm. one. Yeah, yeah, they were very specific about things like that. And that yeah. uh, that actually goes to one of the uh, the uh, big, I guess, controversies of the uh, Charles Urban version of it. Why does Anderson pass mm-hmm. when she loses her gun? And uh, I've seen some people I think I've even posted links to the, the website. Uh, or the Facebook page, um, people saying that it's because Judge Dredd has softened and, <coughs> and has learned from her, from observing her, that yeah, there is a bit of gray to the law, to the rules and so on. But in my opinion, it's because he realized very early on that her gun is not her primary weapon. Right. Her brain yes, is. Right. yes, and no, she never lost that. No, exactly. And I agree with you because he didn't soften. Because no, not at all. He just started to realize what she her worth was. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like because it started like he was just like oh she failed. And that's yeah. It. Why, why am I even testing her? She's then, failed all the tests. But then as she he goes through, like okay, especially like I said, the very end after she let the victim go, he was like okay you fit like he he saw that look of you've pretty much failed. But then afterwards, where they were acting like as partners, they were cross yeah. going through the rooms prop like everything was and she was not hesitating anymore. Yeah. That's when he realized, in my mind, okay, she's passed. Mm-hmm. She has made her judgment. She's passed through the fire. She's accepting what has to be done. Right. Yeah. The, the whole point of whether you pass or fail an arbitrary test in the beginning really has nothing to do with how you're going to handle yourself when you get out on the field. Yeah. And this was the field test. Yeah. This was even though she technically only failed by three points, that's enough for him. He would have never even given her the opportunity. Yeah. However, seeing her actually in action, she is a capable judge. Yes. And yeah. therefore, she's an asset to the, to the force. The force. Yeah. And why wouldn't you let her? Well, exactly. And like Patrick said, it's like her second ability was one thing. Well, that's her primary. That's her that's primary, primary weapon. weapon, right? And that's where. But also, I think yeah, he does specify you lose your primary weapon. Yeah. Yes. Not specifically your pistol. Yes. Yeah. It's like you know, I know you're not wearing your helmet. Well, you know, and if you're my second ability, I'm thinking a bullet to the head will just be more. That was like a great line of like. No, the, 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 I love the beginning of that line though, when he's like, at this point, you're realizing you've forgotten your helmet. Yes. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Um, and like I said, for me, it's it's also that, but also like her her at the very end where she was not hesitated anymore. She was mm-hmm. like, okay, you know what? We're getting this done. We will. Get through those people, and she's backing them up all the way through. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. Until the assessment's over, I'm still a judge. 
So we're going to do our do and, our job. Yep. And she was right all the way through. So that's yeah. Where he's like, okay, you know what? Oh no, she made one bad choice. She was making the right choices all the time, except for the uh, what's our what are we going to do next? And she's saying, uh, hold yeah. tight or to go defensive. And he's saying, what about the uh, go on the offense option? Yeah. Oh, I chose wrong. I guess. <laughs> yeah. It's like well, it's like you want to give us two options. Shouldn't we wait for backup? Is a pretty strong one for an option of wait for backup. I'm thinking that's a pretty strong one. The entire block's against us, you know. Like, yeah. hello, no, there's two of us, <laughs> there's hundreds of them with guns. Yeah, there's two of us, yeah. but there's, there's two of us. And I love how in the beginning, when they still think uh, help is on the way and yeah. they're there, it's before the lockdown has happened, or even just slightly after the lockdown has happened, they're indiscriminately not indiscriminately, but they're they're basically just taking everyone out. Um, in a, in a, like a frontal assault. Yes. And then they realize, oh, maybe it's going to be a while before we actually get help. Let's maybe try to minimize uh, our presence yes. and be and try a, a more subtle, sneaky approach. Yeah. Put our weapons on silent and just take them out one at a time. No going full auto and just yeah. blowing entire rooms away. Yeah. And but then afterwards, like, okay, that's not going to work either. So fuck it. Let's go back to the full. Yeah. yeah. Full on assault. Well, well, at she, that point, they had well, when Malbon takes out a whole level, yeah, that was an incredible scene with the mini guns. No, but actually, again, like for the at the very end when Mama is falling down mm-hmm. in slow mo, yeah, and you see people still on fire, from yeah, that original, yeah, 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 it's yeah. Like, and the, the smoke is still there. Yeah. There's still people running with on fire. And it's like, oh my god, yeah. Like, I don't know if he would still be on fire, and well, I, I don't specifically know if that person was on fire. No, he was just maybe suffering from the effects of having been burnt. Yes. Because when he fires, when he goes incendiary, that's white phosphorus. Yeah, no, and, I, and I, white phosphorus. You're right. He wasn't you from the. It wasn't from put that. that out with oil. It wasn't from that, though. But it was still like from like there's fires everywhere. Also, mm-hmm. it's just nice that it was like they're showing the battle damage yeah. as she's mm-hmm. going yeah. down, mm-hmm. and and basically whole, her fall is recounting the story. Yeah, and it's like that's torture to someone. It really is, but because that's it, it, there, there's a nice. Um, Symbolic symbolism. <laughs> Do you mean symbolic? <laughs> it was symbology. You no, know it's symbolism. I know. I know. It's like, what's uh, but, but, it, but it really comes around like full circle because that's how she yes. tortured people at the very beginning of the movie. Who failed her? Yes. Yep. Well, sorry, well, no. Who, they who, were encroaching, encroaching on her. Encroaching her. Yes. And and that's where it's like. Also, it shows dread at the very end. He doesn't know if that's going to work or not. Right. Yeah. But he is willing to risk the lives of. Everybody in that, in that building, building yeah. just because like we do not negotiate that's right. yeah. with criminals, not yeah. at all. He's unrelenting. Yeah. Your your judgment is death, and I'm here to bring that to you. Mm-hmm. If I'm wrong and everyone else dies, oh my bad. Well, it's that's basically on her. She's the one who set up the bomb. Exactly, sure. and he's like, I'm on the. It's just just justifying the the sentence even. And, more. It, and this shows again the the totalitarian totalitarian view of the judges it's like yeah there's innocence in the buildings but you know what the law is the law yeah yeah and if i do my job and you die and through your actions everyone else in the entire building dies we've done our job yeah so tens of thousands of people died from it there are 800 million more yeah exactly we've done our job it's it's a very russian way of looking no seriously (laughs) yeah it's like okay so there was a thousand civilians died but we killed the three people yeah, you. <laughs> <laughs> but then, seriously, that's that is a Russian point of view, right? Mm-hmm. And, and that shows in. See, in Salona didn't. In the Salona didn't because he's killing people left, right, and center. But you don't actually see the deaths, right? Yeah. Right. 
Except the beginning of the block war, but you have to write all the people that you know were dying in those buildings, you don't see. Whereas in Dread, the urban one, you see mm -hmm. the innocence, all the effect the of the innocence. But also, you realize at the end, he's willing to sacrifice more for the law to get her. Yeah. Because yeah. he didn't know that it was not going to explode when he threw her off the thing. That's he, right. was, he was taking an educated guess. Yeah, but it's, it's again, he didn't really know. Yeah. He could have been wrong. And honestly, the way she described it, you know, the transmitters sink to my heartbeat, and so when the heartbeat goes, then, then the bomb goes off. But what he did, what, as soon as the transmitter went out of range, should have set off the bombs. Yes, exactly. Yeah. 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 Yep, exactly. Because all of a sudden, we're not being, yeah. not getting a signal anymore. Yeah. Though technically, though, it could be the fact that there's a difference between receiving the signal or the heartbeat dies, right? Like, yeah. There is... A slight no, difference. but each each of those no because the transmitter would be going okay now the heartbeat oh you're saying it sends a yeah. different signal yeah, yeah. the heartbeat gone so now it's set, set, so the, which is what you see visually when it yes. goes from the deep exactly. to the red and now now where it's like it's it's a difference between I've lost the transmitter signal to right. I've lost the heartbeat right yeah so that's where the difference comes in but again he had no clue like yep. he he made an educated guess because there's like 200 levels of concrete and everything yeah, yeah, yeah. It's, a one, it's a one kilometer drop and that's also why he gave her the slow-mo to start with yeah. so that there wouldn't be any interference with her heartbeat on the way down yeah exactly and she couldn't do anything to stop her you know like yeah yeah so um i think we're done this is one of the i think the first ones where we both we everyone likes both, both movies right yeah for different so reasons I, exactly i like them not equally but how do i say it uh, they're both great, but in different different yeah. ways. Like for obviously, I prefer the the Carl Urban one. Like I do. Like, yeah. like except Same for the aesthetics, here. the Carl Urban one is a much better movie. Yeah. Uh, see, I, I don't know if I can say that. It's just because I want the aesthetics. <laughs> it's, it's it's a different. It's a different movie. Yeah. It's definitely a different. different movie. But for it's me, definitely a great movie. Well, sorry, two or three of us. Two or three of us. Don't know if it's a better movie. Two or three of us say yeah, it is. Because honestly, the last time I saw Dread. Judge Dread before today was in the movie theaters right. when I saw it the first time. Right. Whereas uh, Dread, I I'll I've be more than happy to watch it over and, and over and over. And then, see, I'm the same way with Judge Dread. Really? I can watch that movie like maybe see, even twice me, in a week. There's there's a lot of issues with it, and, and Rob Schneider is one of the biggest ones. Yeah, he's, he's just too. I, I, especially I especially after they come from the, the lawless land. Why is he still with them? Mm -hmm. Why? Why? He only holds them back. He does. Like yeah. the whole running through the, the, the shoot and he goes to save him. Why? Yeah, he should have just left him behind. Yeah. Like the mm -hmm. natural. But like, see in, in that movie, Judge Dredd does have an arc and he does soften. He does. Which doesn't again, work for Dredd. It, no. that, it does, you're right. Because Dredd never That's, although he, he kinda has a dip more than a more than an arc. So he has <laughs> he has, he has um, uh, a seagull. <laughs> so it, it it starts at a specific level. He dips a bit, and, and then he comes right back up again at the end. <laughs> I mean, that's also one of the things about the comic books. It is, you know, Judge Dredd in the comic books, mm -hmm. but the the real story is about the people around him. Yeah, true. Yes. Right? And that, and Judge that, Dredd never changes, right? yeah. so he doesn't really have a story. Yeah, and, but again, he never softened, yeah. right? Because Dredd never friggin' softens, ever. Yeah. It's like, oh, you were, you were going too slow in the fast lane. That's five years. That's what, in the comics, he'd done that. The person was doing 10 kilometers an hour slower right. than what they should be in the fast lane. It's like 10, 5 years. You can't do that to me. 10 years. His wife complains. <laughs> 5 years for you. We have kids. 10 years for you. I love just, how there's the... Uh, it's the, like deadpan. Just... Yeah. Okay. Make it 10 then. <laughs> but we have kids. 20. 
in the uh, in the Judge Dread Judge Dread the Judge Dread movie. Yeah, the, stolen. Stolen, the stolen version. When there's that uh, entitled asshole with a sports car. Yes. And uh, <laughs> Judge Dread goes, This is your fourth infraction. Fines obviously aren't working. So Blows he takes the his weapon, he goes, Grenade. grenade. Yes. <laughs> and he just Okay, that it. was one like before he starts That's off and does grenade to blow up the door, the guy's like, Good shot, sir. It's a grenade! <laughs> Good shot! He's like, dude, it's a grenade. I'm just, like, I, it's a door of yeah, a grenade. Like, you can't miss. I can't miss. <laughs> we need good shot. Like, yeah. In and that's why that's why the rookie died. Yeah. Because yeah. he's not wearing any freaking I keep comparisons and it's one we've hashed over before, but in Judge Dredd, you the judges have their helmets on at the beginning. Yeah. And then you hardly ever see a judge wearing their helmet again. Wearing their helmet again. Yeah. yeah. Uh, whereas except for the black guys, the black armored guys, yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, 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 the guys who are supposed faces. to be nameless, yeah, yeah. Uh, I mean, even when you're in the uh, in the locker room, uh, yes. You know, but if you're right, then in the but in, urban one, in, the dread, all throughout, everyone is constantly. All the judges always yeah. have their except, for Anderson, except for Anderson because and she has a good excuse. Yeah, well, and the chief judge. Yes. Well, but sorry, again, anybody who is in an administrative yeah. support role. Yeah. You're right, because and that's a nice touch. No one takes off their, and this is why, like even the guys who come to kill them, mm-hmm. they're wearing their helmets the entire time. Yeah. yeah, and that's still the best line. One million, one million. Do you know who you're dealing with? No, I do. One million. It's <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> like yeah. Yep. Divided four ways, three now. Yeah, that's okay with me. Down to two. Down to two works for me. Because I know I'd be, I'd be worried otherwise, but I know I'd be normal. So, and that was nice because it was like. The other judge doing the you know the high you know other types of rapid fire mm-hmm. and you know armor piercing and stuff. Yeah, like they're that. just as capable as he is. Yeah, mm-hmm. and he just happens to be a little better. I think that uh, in my mind, Urban did some really good lines as well. You know, I was like, wait, what do you mean wait? The great droid is gonna <laughs> beg for his life? Like, no, wait for her to shoot. You. <laughs> yeah. Well, but he doesn't say it until after. after he shoots you you, you can tell that Carl Urban had a lot more respect for the character. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Yes. Like I said, though, I'll, I'll give Stallone credit. He went for the satirical, over-the-top sort of yeah. comic book point, which it worked. If he hadn't taken off his helmet, I think it would have been better. Yeah. But his whole posture and the way he was portraying the thing, yeah. it, it it did capture the over-the-top essence of dread. Mm-hmm. Okay, so, uh, my final verdict is two very enthusiastic thumbs up for both movies. Yeah, um, like I said, I, 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 I haven't seen the original for a while. Mm-hmm. I watched it. I actually realized how good it is. Mm-hmm. It um, still holds up. It still holds up. I mean, except for <laughs> some of the CGI. Yeah. yeah. But yeah, realize that it's a movie from the 90s. Exactly. And just let it go. But overall, I still prefer the Carl Urban one. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Same here. Same here. Carl Urban. Alright, so thank you for joining us and we'll see you next time when we're, I think we're going to do Magnificent Seven. We've talked about it before. Hopefully this time we actually will do yeah. in September Yeah. Magnificent Seven. Okay. See you then. Patrick, you want to say goodbye? Have a good day, folks. Paul, we'll see you in September.